Hello, everybody, and welcome to Craven Iron Podcast. This I am your host, Stephen Fiora. This is episode 19. Today, I'm here with Carly Jones. And uh, Carly, for those of you that don't know her, she is uh, running our demo crew. And she's a hardworking motherfucker when it comes to that. Thank so, you. <laughs> how you doing, Carly? I'm well. The sun is out. I have my two dogs by my feet because they're getting hungry. Um, but can't complain. You know, the storms have passed us <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this podcast say it every time that, uh, it's for, it's to get our story, get our story out there. People like me and you, Carly, um, and you know, get to know your roots, get people to know you a little bit better. And hopefully one person will hear that story and it'll motivate them. So, uh, yeah. What makes you the person you are today, Carly? <laughs> wow. Uh, that's almost like an interview question. Like going <laughs> for your interview, like, all right, why should we hire you? Um, oh, wow. What makes me me? Well, I'm not paying you, so you can just, you know, <laughs> um, you know, uh, yeah, man, I am just a, you know, I'm just like a book. I just have so many chapters. Story short, I, you know, started out and actually in this area uh, near the facility, grew up and, um, lived on a farm you know, had to move a little bit on the other side of the city of Pittsburgh here to um, swim and go to kind of a better high school. I was already swimming out there, so kind of didn't matter. Same coach for high school and club. Swam up there, and then I went to college in Ohio, so that's right between Dayton and Columbus, right smack in the middle in a small town. Um, you know, went there, swam two years, and then I guess kind of my journey began because I tore my shoulder, uh, my labrum and my rotator cuff. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, completely gone. Um, but that came from high school, uh, being pushed a little too far and not having the correct dry land or stretches to do before. We were all just really good. There was like five of us, a handful in 2012 that, you know, were I guess you could call us, and uh, we all had surgery on our shoulders. Everyone D1 except for myself. So after I tore my shoulder, I kind of just turned, you know, I was running, you could say, and lifting, um, you know, and got like super out of shape, uh, had a lot of alcohol weight, <laughs> um, you know, and I, you know, I don't regret any of it. Uh, you know, people hear that and they're like, ugh, I'm like, eh, you know, I, I had fun and, you know, could I have been in better shape? Sure. But was I? No, I moved to Columbus and same thing, you know, I was just sticking with partying and, you know, working uh, for JP Morgan at the time and PPG Industries went between two jobs, uh, adopted a dog, you know, was just doing everything you really know grad would do. And, you know, all my alumni pretty much lived in Columbus or would visit. So like, it was like, we never left. Um, you know, and at that moment in my life, I was like, this is great. Did I have a gym membership? Yeah. Did I go? No. Um, shortly after in 2017, I got into an accident, uh, where I had a railing break on me and I fell 25 feet. Uh, 2017 was kind of where I got my shit together. 2017, 2018, uh, snapped my labrum in half, have, uh, chips on my spine, messed up my hand, messed up pretty much my whole entire jaw. Um, 
and teeth. And it was one of those freak accidents where, you know, I was visiting my university as an alumni. It should have been checked a long time ago, um, you know, to pass the inspection of the house, but you know, it just broke on me. And luckily I fell with the building, uh, my labrum, you know, say not my labrum. Wow. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Femur. Yeah. Didn't break my labrum. Jeez. Wow. It's been a long day. All right. Fell 25 feet, snapped my femur. I snapped my labrum. I'd be very concerned. Yeah. Um, so backtrack in here and, you know, uh, almost didn't make it. Um, nobody found me. Uh, I was life flighted out to Dayton where I spent, you know, a good month, which, you know, is actually very fast. Wait, so you um, said that nobody found you. How long were you, uh, how long were you there? About 45 minutes. Um, I wasn't breathing. Like, so they say when they, you know, somebody found me, they came outside, they walked around because they were trying to get into like their room. And there, there I was. And, you know, they gave me a breathing tube. They took me to the local hospital, but they didn't have, they only scanned my head. So then to Dayton where, you know, my best friend, God bless her. Um, I'm actually about to be her maid of honor. And she's the one who called my parents at two in the morning who live in Pittsburgh giving, I'm being life flighted to Dayton. Um, they wouldn't do anything on me because they didn't have the approval because no one there was related to me. Oh, really? So my parents literally need for speed it out there yelling at everybody on the phone, just, you know, to do the surgery. Um, you know, they got me there, did the surgery. Um, I'd bought a hotel for pretty much forever. My mom took my dog. She's going back and forth with her job. Uh, luckily my dad retired when I was born. So he was able to spend time with me out there. Uh, tr I went from trauma to ICU and then to rehab all in the same hospital. Um, only there for a month, you know, which is a miracle. Yeah. That's a crazy recovery. Yeah. Dad picked up his life, moved in with me to my two bedroom apartment in Columbus. I don't think we've ever spent that much time together months uh, I came home with a walker and the neck brace and two days later I actually started uh physical therapy that was only like a mile away because I knew a kid who worked there and it, it's all one-on-one -on -one. there's only three people who work there all one-on-one -on -one. um you know the first day I rolled in there he gave me a crutch and was like we're not using this walker I was like, okay all right and you know um and it, for me, learning how to walk again, because it literally was learning how to walk again, was mind-blowing of how things happen. How to run again, squat again, all those good ordeals. Uh, you know, I was there for, what, two months, two and a half months, and I was on my own again. Uh, crazy recovery time, but from there, I like, started getting into fitness, right? <laughs> and then I was, you know, still partying and doing the fitness, and I'm like, all right, I can see my friends again. I'm comfortable going out. Well, then, you know, that led to me not feeling good about myself because I'd look in the mirror and be like, ugh, what am I really working out? So then I stopped drinking for a year. Uh, stopped drinking, actually um, was about to get my amateur card in boxing, had a few oh, fights. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, don't mess with me. She'll fuck you up. Yeah, don't mess with me. No, um, you know, then, like, when I say 2017, 2018 were just, like, crazy, they were, um, because, you know, my coach had me on an eating regimen, 
and I said I was vegan at the time, which like I was, and you know, kind of go going towards that now. But um, so then I became like a stick. Um, you know, healthy knees like 160, 170, which yeah. I'm around. Yeah, I was about 122. And if you think about all this being 122, that's a very scary thought. Uh, actually, ended up going into shock and having a seizure in my apartment because my sodium levels hit zero. Uh, thankfully, my boss at PPG at the time was really good friends with my mom, you know, really cool with me coming back to work uh, with a crutch and stuff and a neck brace and all that good ordeal. And I didn't show up at appointment, so she called my mom. And then my mom called the apartment complex and told them just to go in. They don't care. Call 911. And then there I was. And, you know, we got to the hospital in Columbus this time. And my parents accused me of taking drugs. And I'm like, well, clearly they did all the tests. And, you know, that's not the case. So then I was under watch because I had an eating disorder. Got my life together. And then a month later, it, I, I got into a car accident where a drunk driver through myself and my dog in the car over a median. Jeez. Um, you know, the big is my dog. So got out of the car, yelling, holding my dog. Uh, the police told me to calm down. That wasn't happening. Um, and I called my physical therapist, like the kid that I knew, and to come pick me up and take me home. Because they, to like, they had to take my car. And then once again, my parents are coming out who already have a to-go bag. And, you know, I chuckle about it now because... You know, I kind of have to, so I cope with it in a way, but you know, all of that led me to who I am today. You know, didn't renew my um, lease. I had a great apartment and I said, I'm coming home. So I came back to Pittsburgh, which I promised myself I would never come back to because I haven't been home since, you know, 2012 at the time. And, um, you know, I still struggle with a lot of things like working out wise with my leg, but not to the extent of, you know, how some people do. And I give them the most up most respect. Um, you know, I really got into fit nanny, um, was an ambassador for elevate, which elevate here in Pittsburgh is versa climbers. You know, those machines suck. But no, I actually yeah. like two of those classes a day, you know, working out in their gym, became an ambassador for them. Um, you know, I was a kickboxing instructor, like cardio kickboxing, which I'll post about here and there uh, for the demo crew, because I wanted to help people with their fitness journey. And I still do. Um, you know, people would come in super overweight, super uncoordinated and be so embarrassed. But, you know, we created a safe space where, you know, everyone became a family and we could do this hour long class and learn these and you know kind of men together so then I became super in shape um, when I moved back because I had all this time right and then I met Dante who was super into powerlifting um so I was like all right let me do that <laughs> I started doing that and you know I've had this ongoing knee injury from I used to play ultimate Frisbee and it was like a woman's league. And for once, you know, my hand-eye coordination for like a disc was spot on, but then I hurt my knee and my ankle and it had to be my right knee <laughs> where I broke that femur. And ever since then, ever since, you know, Dante got me into powerlifting, we did that Spartan race. My knee just gave out. Um, you know, I went to physical therapy for it. And, you know, I still do the exercises here and there. 
Yes, I know. Do the exercises all the time because I can hear somebody <laughs> saying it. But, you know, it's crazy to me because, I mean, sometimes it will hurt, sometimes it won't. So now, like, I'm really in this limbo, especially with, you know, COVID happening. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what do I want to do? Do I want to continue powerlifting? But, you know, my body um, really reacts well to hit cardi things but do I want to go like super heavy you know how far can I run you know will 2021 really be when I can do Spartan races again will I have to have you know some type of you know will they have to go look at my knee again uh because it's the kneecap that's weak they've already looked at it um ever since I first started having issues and we were strengthening the muscles around that but I think the bolts that are in there like to hold it kind of all together um may be causing an issue so it's kind of one of those things, you know, what do I really want to do? Do I just want to stay fit? Do I want to box again? Because now that is also in my circle of thoughts, you know, do I want to try and fight one more time? Um, you know, go for my amateur card and just, you know, have one fight. But I don't know if I can do that with my neck. So like, there's a lot of possibilities that are like up in the air. And I'm like the most indecisive person when it comes to fitness, because I support everybody and whatever the hell they do. I don't care what you do. Are you having a good time? great because people can fall off the wagon really hard and you know people are normal so how do things like that well you know that's why i love my job is because you know every morning i wake up and i see these posts and you know it's like hit a new pr hey guys have a question of you know how to work out you know this part of the body better um different stuff like that because uh, like that's what keeps me going too. I know sure as hell keeps everybody in the demo crew going, but I know I wake up and I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, I did not want to go downstairs to my garage and live. And you know what? Now I, um, you know, this whole backstory made me, me. And you may think I'm like cynical for just like chuckling at it, but you know, you say it out loud a few times and you're like, that all happened in not even over a year, like a span of like, you know, 10 months. So, um, all right. So I have nine lives. Six of them are gone now. Quite literally is how, you know, everyone tells me about things. They're like, you need to be careful. My parents, especially. And I'm like, I am, you know, and just, you know, it's just what happens. You know, I'm very clumsy, but obviously those things like weren't clumsy accidents, but, um, yeah, you know, you think a cat of nine lives, but you know, that's what really takes you back and makes you think like, sure, it took a lot, you know, for me to realize what I wanted to do with my life. But here I am today at 26. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, I wish that shit didn't happen. But now I'm a homeowner, you know, I'm wanting to go back to school. I have this and I want to do better every single day. And I have two really cool dogs and I guess a cool boyfriend. So it's like, all right, I'm happy and healthy. Like, how do I step forward and how can, you know, I help somebody? Cause I hate talking about myself. I hate it. <laughs> um, I always want to hear about you. I always want to, you know, I can relate to most things, but you know, I want to hear like how, you know, you're doing, how you know, you're finding your fitness journey, you know, um, you know, what was, your transformation consistent with stuff so it's kind of all over the board but you know i have my lane 
and I'm staying in it and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you said you grew up on a farm. Uh, is that, and that's in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. So, um, I don't know if people probably aren't really familiar with the Pittsburgh area. Um, but you know, where I live now, <laughs> it's probably only 15 minutes away. And I live in a south of Pittsburgh. Um, you know, it was always my dream to live near the city. And now I do. Um, however, like that extra 15 minutes, like literally is really another 15 minutes. Um, grew up on a farm and, you know, just had horses. But I, um, you know, hope to have a farm, like after, you know, years in this home that I just bought, my next step would like still being on a farm, but once again, close to the city. So, <laughs> you know, it's the best of both worlds. Cause I, I, I don't know what it's, you know, I hit on before that I was never really home. Um, I was in Colorado, I was in the Carolinas, I was in Michigan, go blue. And, you know, I was all over and I was like, I'm never going back there. I, I bought a one-way ticket to the UK and I planned to never come back. And then I came back. So, you know, there is just so much, like when I say I have chapters, I have chapters um, of just different stuff, you know, like buying a one-way ticket and, you know, my parents coming out because I was accidentally maced, you know, there was just different crime going on in Paris at the time. And I just happened to turn around when I was trying to run away. <laughs> and, you know, there's just like just different things that, you know, people may ask me something and I can relate. It may not be the similar situation, but I can relate how people feel in many different situations. Um, I will never tell you how you feel. Um, I will never really tell you how to do something because you're your own person. Um, but, you know, with any anything to motivate, you know, in the demo crew, out of the demo crew, anything like that, um, you know, hit back to a memory and be like, all right, let's try this <laughs> and stuff like that. So, yeah. So you went one way ticket to UK. That's, uh, it's pretty intense. <laughs> I didn't want to come back. I'm assuming you had a very good reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, you know, that, that was just me. I picked up, I, you know, either one lived with somebody, two lived on my own. Um, and you know, bought that one way ticket after college graduation. My parents were like, all right, <laughs> cool. And you know, my dad's never been to the UK. So after I called them that one day, um, you know, they both came out. My mom used to go there for work and I went to my main hub was in London you know, I was a dog walker. Um, I'd go to Amsterdam and visit my mom's friends out there who would like house me. Um, you know, I went to Paris and I hated it. And we hated Paris. Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, you know, yeah. I mean, it, unfortunately when I went, it was right after, um, certain events happened that the whole country was kind of like down. Mm -hmm. Um, but it just wasn't the same, you know, going to the Eiffel Tower wasn't the same. Um, you know, there's a lot more, you know, people on the street trying to sell you things or people trying to like steal things out of your pockets. It's just, you know, there's so much. And like, that's with anywhere, not trying to hit on one place, but you know, I went back to London pretty quickly and came home. 
<laughs> well, it's kind of one of those things like uh, when I think of Paris, I'm thinking of like a really nice, genuinely beautiful place and everybody beautiful yeah i mean don't yeah, but then you have that kind of going on it's kind of uh mistaking so i could understand yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah so uh what about seth and all them how'd you meet all how'd you meet them and how'd you get into axe and sledge um well i applied for a job oh. <laughs> uh, um i met seth at the arnold um, but I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I saw his photos and I was at the Arnold alone. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, I know that gym. And the big photos they had on their banners was legends. Mm. I was like, Oh my God, I go there. My parents live like five minutes from there. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm going to get in line. So then I got in line. I bought a crop top white and crop top black um, sweatshirt baker and then I like went through the line and I was like hi and I was like we just go to the same gym and then he was telling me about Emmy and you know super personal I mean you know best interaction I had there and I had no idea who he was <laughs> and you know that like that makes me laugh and uh left there and just like told you know Dante about it because he was there with his friends um you know, and I was there to, I was primarily at the Arnold to watch Steffi Cohen lift. I was there to watch her deadlift and then she squatted and then that, that was insane. Um, but came back and was still working in fitness had, you know, I was like, all right, well, I need to take the next steps. Do I want to be a personal trainer or do I want to go back to, you know, um, something to do with my degree and my degrees are all over the damn board. So I'm like, all right, well, what do I want to do? So I was, you know, looking at jobs, um, saw 412 Nutrition, um, had an opening, uh, and then I rolled across um, customer service job. I was like, all right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this company. Um, applied, got a call, um, got an interview, sat down with Mike, Pat, and Angie, and just had a normal interview. You know, I rolled up. My professional, you know, pencil skirt and all, all ready to go. Um, you know, thought it was so neat of how they operated, um, you know, and just quite literally everyone is like, oh, how are you working there? And I'm like, I had an interview. I'm very passionate about, you know, putting my best foot forward um, with any job that I do, um, especially with any company. And, you know, I started working here. And, you know, that first week it was like, all right, here's what you're doing. I'm like, all right. You know, there wasn't any, like any other job that I've had before. And it's like, all right, well, you know, this is like long of like, all right, well, here's what you're going to do. And here's this. And here's that. No, it was fucking awesome. I was like, all right, you're going to sit in Shane's office for right now. Here's your desk. Here's your buddy. I even met Dean when I went in for my interview because he was up from Florida. Um, <laughs> And I was like, who is that guy? <laughs> like, and you know, when everyone, yeah, like I said, when everyone just asked me, it's, I literally had an interview and you know, that interview started this amazing, you know, it's, yeah, it's a career, but like a lifestyle. I'm so humbled because I've watched myself grow. Like if I step back, I almost, I almost been with Axe Sledge for a year. I've watched myself grow from somebody 
somebody who was always kind of right, am I doing this right, to being super confident and bringing ideas to the table. And I can always do more. Um, you know, I you know, never wanted to like say anything and like I was confident and things like that. But now, you know, my engine's working in my head and, you know, getting the motivation, you know, in our Friday meetings or whatever they may be from Pat, like he'll say stuff and it just sticks with me, you know, of how to build yourself as a person. Like, what can you do every day? If somebody would ask me, Jones, well, how the hell am I going to answer that? And that's something that I think about every day. So, you know, this job is not even a job. Like I said, it's a lifestyle. It's me that I love waking up. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. And like, when I go to bed, I'm like, I'm going to wake up and there's going to be notifications and it's going to be fucking great to see what people did while I was asleep, <laughs> you know? So literally it was just an interview. And yeah, I mean, I met Seth. I think I met Bob then too at the Arnold and everyone you know I don't know if you've ever met him at the Arnold Expo and um you know we always do like the flexing photo well, as you see like on my Instagram ours is like from the side and I was like no 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 like we're gonna take a photo like this and like I'll never forget the look he gave me but you know it's funny to me now because I was like yeah I mean what do you want like my chicken arm <laughs> like but it all started you know with walking through that line and then you know seeing a job being like all right um I'm going to apply and see what happens. And, you know, they could have hated him, you know, they didn't. And that's very humbling. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now you're one of the harder workers in that place. So, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, you know, that's all I can do. And, you know, that's all I want to do is be a hardworking motherfucker. Um, you know, watch this grow because like I said, now thinking about it, watching yourself grow and watching this company grow, all from where I sit is crazy. And, you know, and having the demo crew here makes it even more of reality. So did I just do all that? Did they just do all that? Like, is this all really happening? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Then now back to work, you know, just put down your head and get back to work. And yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice. It's a, uh, I mean, just even from my side, um, I know we're not really, employees but it feels like we were a part of the family you know what i mean that's great yeah so uh carly we have a whole bunch of questions from the demo crew and i'd like to jump in there if you don't mind go for it all right share the screen okay Oh, it's me. Wow. Oh, nice. That is you. Yeah, look at that stretch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> is that your bad leg? Uh, good question. No, maybe it's my left leg. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this one is actually from the Axe and Sledge page. Uh, there's a Facebook group, Axe and Sledge page, which is public, mm -hmm. and then there's the demo page. How long have you been in Yeah, and yeah. then uh, this one's from Drew. Um, yeah. Drew's the only one actually uh, asked the question on this one. He's the lone wolf on action. So it's <laughs> but uh, how long have you been an American stretching coach? Wow. Uh, what's your favorite action sledge project and why? <laughs> American stretching coach. I don't even really stretch. I think I just sold myself out. But um, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Look at this. <laughs> uh, wow, well, it's probably when I was flexible because I don't know if I can do that. 
that anymore. Uh, I actually scheduled a photo shoot um, with this guy in Pittsburgh. He actually works with food and drinks more than people. <laughs> um, but I know that he did, that he's also a photographer for one of the cycling um, studios here in Pittsburgh. He works with them exclusively. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Like, hey, like, what's your rate? I wanted to get some photos done. And at that point in my life, I wanted to pursue being you know a trainer and things like that so you know you needed professional shots done right and I was like take me wherever it was freezing it was like 32 degrees and sunny it was horrible but I was like oh this is a great idea and there's another photo of me like hanging over the ledge of that thing but I was like oh like let's stretch and then you know the you know photo just really blew up when Dino Dean <laughs> put it on a shirt and made that great video. Uh, it still cracks me up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely need to stretch more, but you know, I will take, you know, the stretching, you know, queen or whatever he said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then what was next? Uh, what is your favorite accent sledge product and why? Oh, I love all of that's hard because it's just like, you know, I can use it for different things. So if I would have to pinpoint my favorite accents like product, ugh, I would have to say, honestly, I would have to say the grind. And anyone who has talked to me yet with these Zoom calls and you know, has talked to me one-on-one, -on -one, um, I always say the grind. Uh, that's because I can literally take it any time of the day, take it during a workout. Um, I really don't get hydrated enough especially being home, I've had the hardest time drinking water. Um, you know, if I add a scoop of that into something, I'm drinking it. doesn't matter what flavor. Um, I really cannot pinpoint one of my favorite flavors. Eh, maybe Swamp Beast. Yeah, I would have to go with that. But, you know, I would have to say the grind. Let's just go with the grind, but love them all. But I can do the grind, like, any time during the day, and I don't feel like I'm just drinking plain water. For how weird it may sound, I just, you know, don't like the taste of plain water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, actually, Tom, he actually has another question for you. Uh, why do you like the weightlifting? What's your favorite sport? Uh, would you get into weightlifting competition? And when are you? <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, so let's start with why do you like weightlifting? Um, you know, I kind of answered that in the beginning when you asked me pretty much, like, who am I? Um, you know, with yeah. three events like that happening in my life, uh, two accidents, and then, you know, uh, eating disorder, um, you know, when my shit kind of came together, it really came together when I moved back here to Pittsburgh and, you know, I just feel good about myself when I find what I like doing and I'm confident in, you know, what gym I go to. It's why I go to like, you know, legends, um, or like those like hole in the wall gyms that like nobody knows about, you know, I like those a lot more because I feel like I can fail and somebody will correct me. Um, you know, not like a big commercial gym. I don't have a lot of confidence in commercial gyms. Um, and then what's your favorite sport? Oh, that's hard. Um, I'm a huge hockey fan. All right. Huge hockey fan, Pittsburgh Penguins. I would say that's my favorite sport. Love Michigan football because I just like Michigan. Not so much the football part. Um, huge into uh, Premier League lacrosse. And then obviously swimming because that was my whole life. And then um, I would say my fifth one is probably rugby. I don't watch it rel religiously. Um, used to watch my roommate play. And then obviously Dante as well. But yeah, I would say hockey. And then honestly, lacrosse. 
because I could watch those games for days. Uh, da da da. Would you get into a weightlifting competition? Ugh. This is like the hardest question to answer. Um, you know, Dante uh, wants me to do one powerlifting meet. You know, I told him if you do one Spartan race, I'll do one powerlifting meet. And then I got really scared. <laughs> um, you know, I hitting back to like, it's okay to like, for me in my head to fail at, you know, if, you know, I don't make a rep at like one of those like smaller gyms. I have this thing, like when people are watching me, I get really freaked out. I'm like, all right, well, what if I fail? They're all going to look at me and be like, you suck. And you know, it's probably not. <laughs> and that's what he keeps telling me. Um, but you know, swimming, it was great because my head's in the water. I can't hear anything. I just hear my coach just like yelling at me and looking like super red and mad. Um, to go faster, you know, you can hear the crowd, but like, I cannot see all the hundreds of people in the crowd. Um, when you look out to even like 15 people, I'm like, eh, no. So, I mean, it's on the table. Um, however, I would like to do compete in Spartan races more than powerlifting, but I just have to see where my weight will end up going and how my knee reacts. So that's going to be all of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to break yourself during a meet. Oh, I may just be like your average Joe that, you know, is super fit and does stuff in her garage. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, you know, stay tuned. It's all coming in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Uh, and then when are you getting married? Ugh. Never. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't know. That's a, you know, I'm 26 and what Dante's 23, 24. So, um, you know, in due time, um, you know, we do have a dog together. Two technically, but one's technically mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a tough one right there. It takes a while to get married to. Yeah, it does. Now, now watching my best friend get married, and you know, trying to plan a wedding through COVID, and them canceling it twice, and now officially getting a date. Twenty twenty one. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> like, don't want all these headaches <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially this COVID stuff uh, takes a certain takes a certain individual to get married during COVID. I know a lot of people who just said screw the wedding and they got married and they had a little thing with their family and you know uh, that's great. But yeah, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine that right now. Even for me, I'm all over the damn place as you can tell. So yeah, but soon, you know, uh, we'll we'll keep our hopes up. <laughs> Uh, all right so this is from the demo crew page yes yep there's your stretching again right there it's just a great photo it's actually, very, it's actually a very good photo um now where is this uh that's downtown pittsburgh it's called the t uh it takes you from one side of pittsburgh to kind of the other i think they extended it so i could take it from here to like the um casino the Steelers stadium stuff like that um, it's only like one way or the other way, so you're waiting for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's literally all it is. And we took photos uh, beneath too, which was super neat. But yep, just the middle downtown. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. So uh, Chris has a question. Favorite health meal? Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Oh. Does anybody have a favorite health meal? I mean... Yeah, I mean, okay, well, I actually made this, like, really good soup not too long ago. I had, oh, I was, like, literally cleaning out my fridge. I had this, like, vegan protein broth, uh, vegan protein broth, 
bell peppers, celery, carrots, turkey bacon, some onion, and then like seasonings and a cup of water. Um, literally let that, bo- I mean, I cook the bacon and then I put that like bits of it in. And I literally just let that boil almost six hours on like low. And, um, you know, I mean, in itself, if you have like a cup of it, it's healthy. Um, just cause it's like vegetables and turkey bacon and there's a little bit of calories in the vegan broth, but there has to be, um, I'd say that's my favorite, like non-vegetarian healthy meal, um, vegetarian healthy meal. I would say, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of down the line right now, vegetarian, pescatarian. Um, if I could eat, you know, shrimp and, you know, seasoned cucumbers, don't know where that came from, but that sounds really good. And I definitely had that before. So I'd say one of those two things. (laughs) Yeah. I've never tried the vegetarian diet. Um, I don't know if I have it in me and a couple of my buddies, I told them I was going to try it. And, uh, just because, I mean, you get all your protein from beans and all you have, you have your sources. Oh yeah. Um, it's, if you know what you're doing, it's super easy. Um, it's just doing the research because things can get kind of bland. I mean, I made chili and I was eating it at the office for like two months and I still have some in my freezer and man, I do not want to touch it ever again. So, you know, it's definitely changing it up. It's probably like chicken and rice because I got tired of that too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a diet that I call the dog food diet is where you eat the same shit every day, you know, chicken and rice. Yep. Not every meal. Chicken, rice, veggies, and some fruit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love my fruits and vegetables. And now um, we're all um, – a handful of us in the office are doing keto, um, giving it a shot. So, you know, it's figuring those things out, um, you know, what I can eat and, you know, how many carbs am I intaking. It's crazy because all my carbs are coming from vegetables. And I'm like, I want more veggies. But, you know – giving it a shot because I mean, that's what you can do with anything. You know, if you really want to try it, try it, you know, we have a lot of good resources now, especially with a lot of things, um, especially with the keto diet, um, and different blogs coming out that will send a lot more information. And yeah, so, you know, learning that and, you know, learning what I can eat on that too. Um, I've had a lot of shrimp. I'll probably end up becoming a shrimp at some point by the end of all this. Um, (laughs) So we will see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially with the American made nutrition going, you know, health food or healthy and keto. And, uh, vegan. Yeah. And has a really good team backing you up, too. Yeah. Okay, this one. Jordan, uh, why Dante? We're all wondering that, by the way. Why Dante? Other than his looks, of course, uh, we will see the deets, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> um that's like well, we're all um yeah so we met on instagram <laughs> um i was telling his friend i was trying to get details on dante and i reached out to his friend because his friend had a um dog on his story and his friend thought i was hitting on him which was totally incorrect um <laughs> I was that creepy person because I, once again, I went to one of those like hole in the wall gyms called Exercise Warehouse. Best place ever though. Um, And 
I saw they were all taking a photo there and I was like, oh, who are these people? Follow, follow, follow. And then they were like, oh, hey, does this chick follow you? <laughs> and then he, then Dante, because Dante's friend was like, hey, like, you know, see what this chick's about or something, or do you know her? And he was like, oh, let me find out, which that could be totally wrong. But he was trying to troll me, long story short. So oh, I had something with kickboxing and he said something about the kicks and then I turned it into something else and then we ended up going on a date. Um, I was like, oh, we should work out then, you know, get protein drinks, protein meaning tequila or alcohol, something along mm. those lines. Man, I'm smooth. <laughs> and, um, you know, what, you know, which is one thing led to another. He was still in college. Um, I went out to visit a lot. But, yeah, I guess that's why Dante, because, you know, he let me adopt another husky slash German Shepherd, but another Husky. Um, so that's why I keep him around. And why he looks older, I have no idea. Quite literally, my manager, uh, my family, um, I'm pretty sure even my bosses thought he was like 30. <laughs> um, and he's what, two years, three years younger than me. And yeah, so here we are today. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. We still don't live together. But you know, things take time. I'm in, you know, things take time, you know, no need to rush anything. He'll be here soon enough. And then, you know, there'll be more dog photos and, you know, all that. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, living together is a, a whole different beast though. You know, everything changes when you start living together. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me and my wifey, whew. <laughs> we learned each other's, uh, we learned each other, what each other, what pisses each other off really quick. Uh, yeah, I think I know that not even with him. He visits on the weekends and I think I already know it's going to make me mad because I'm, I'm very clean. Like I like things to be presentable, clean 24 seven. I don't care. Like if I'm going to bed, there's like no dishes in the sink at all. Like there's nothing. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it, I, obviously it's all learning and things like that, but, um, you know, now it's just me and the two dogs and it's great. You know, they give me a run for my money. <laughs> All right, so Mike, uh, how'd you end up where you are, Action Sledge, AMN, and where do you see your future with them? So we answered the first set of this question um, already, I believe, mm -hmm. but uh, where do you see your future with them? Yeah, so, you know, how I ended up here was an interview and um, future, wow, no. You know, I see it here with the demo crew, just taking the demo crew to a whole new level. Um, you know, I, you know, hope that, you know, more ideas come in my head of, you know, how do we, you know, what is the next step? Um, you know, I'm constantly doing research. Uh, um, you know, this is another reason why I want to go back for, um, to grad school, uh, why I've set up meetings with people to see like what it takes to apply and stuff like that. And, you know, what communication classes can they offer to me, um, and different stuff like that because social media and just communicating is always changing. And, you know, I can learn so much from doing my own research, uh, after work, before work, uh, you know, just reading different articles, but there's something different when, you know, you kind of go back to school, which also never saw myself going back, but here I am. Um, so my future, you know, just really make keeping this, keeping the demo crew as the demo crew grows, um, you know, truly a family, you know, 
yes, this is an ambassador, like affiliate ambassador program, but at the same time, you know, you can see on this actual page, people asking questions, people proud of themselves for certain stuff. And that will always keep true. You know, whatever I have to do, it's going to stay that way. Um, you know, I don't like negativity. And, you know, if there's negativity, usually somebody doesn't understand or something like that. So, you know, that's where, you know, I reach out or I'm reached out to about certain stuff to explain. So I would just say my future is, you know, keeping this going, you know, on a train like it is, it just keeps moving, it keeps moving, keeps moving. And that's, you know, really what it's going to do. And, um, you know, assist AMN, you know, with their growth, um, you know, with their change that, that they're doing, um, you know, be, be there when somebody has questions and different stuff like that. Well, you're mastering that right now for sure. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, Martin Lasalde, uh, really good guy. Yes. Shout out for Martin. Um, hard working motherfucker for sure. Martin, keep strong. Love you, bud. All right. Uh, how did you first meet Seth and start working with him? Um, well, that's the uh, first one. He kind of already went right into that. Yep. The Arnold, you win him. Uh, saw that he worked at the same. Was. Yeah. <laughs> saw that he worked at the same gym or worked out at the same gym. Yeah, I never saw him there, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, how do you handle the stress of being in your or your position and dealing with us uh, demo crew members? Because we can be a handful. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's not stress. Um, you know, with any career or anything like that, um, you know, there's always going to be stressful moments. Um, but that's how it is with anything. Um, usually I cause the stress upon myself because I want to do a lot more. Uh, then, you know, me as humanly possible is, you know, capable to do at the moment. But, you know, that's why things are, you know, always talked out. And, like, when is this plausible to do? Um, you know, well, I don't think it's not even like dealing with the demo group members either. Um, wow, this one really stumps me because this is such a positive experience for me and I hope everybody else that, you know, there's thousands of different personalities that I deal with daily. Right. And, you know, that's, it's just fascinating to me. And, you know, it's kind of circling back to, you know, I talk to somebody and I can, you know, hopefully understand where they're coming from, um, what question they have, or if like they're mad, you know, you know, what are you mad about? You know, is it, you know, at something or is it something at home, different stuff like that. Right. So really, I mean, I, I don't have any stress. <laughs> um, you know, I work out, I walk my dogs, I take time to myself. Um, anything a normal, you know, anybody would do, not even normal person, that's horrible wording. Anybody would do, you know, take 30 minutes to yourself. You know, I leave my phone and I will go walk my dogs and I come back and like, I'll get right back to it. You know, my, my position and is just so humbling and great because I get to see people's success and I get to help them on that journey. Um, you know, I get to like hear all the ideas 
and see what we can do and, you know, what may be a future thing or like, not at all, you know, um, like I'm always told I can bring five ideas to the table and all of them suck or one of them's good, you know, not every idea is going to be great. So I would say, I mean, really, how do I handle it? I think I handle it just fine. <laughs> um, you know, I try to find time, you know, for myself to step away from, uh, to step away from social media. Um, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I'm just behind a computer and stuff all day, um, just constantly looking at things. So, I mean, I would just say I step away from it for just a little bit and, you know. It's kind of like a reset. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I was even doing that before. I mean, I was constantly on my phone with, you know, being a kickboxing instructor, selling myself. Um, that sounds horrible. Selling myself yeah, as yeah. a might have to edit that one out. <laughs> as a fitness instructor, right? Um, you know, I can, oh no, it's fine. Let people laugh. I, um, you know, it, just different stuff like that. So yeah, sorry. That's a hard one to answer because it's not stressful. It's just understanding people and different personalities and how to deal with different personalities. So really you're like a psychiatrist. I mean, it sounds that way, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's sad, but no. I am a. I'm just here to assist in everyone's journey. All right. So the next one is from the Push-Up King, Christian. Uh, plan to join future colleges or challenges uh, from Demo Crew. A lot of people owe me 30 days of push-ups. Uh, push it's true. <laughs> Uh, any plans for, or sorry, I can't read right now. No, you're fine. <clears throat> COVID. Uh, any plans to future or further expand Axon Sleds to other states or other locations or local shops in California? I know they were just talking about this on the Demo Crew page about um, how local shops in California don't have Axon Sledge products, but I know that I mean, I'm from California and I know that a lot of the shops there are like GNC and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're all corporate, corporate wide, you know, and, um, they're going to carry what their mm -hmm. corporate, you know, what they carry. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not uh, a lot of family owned businesses is what action sledge is actually in, which is, uh, which is a benefit to me, I think just because. I mean, we have our family-owned places here, and then we have our GNC place here. And um, you go to the family-owned places, and they're willing to help you out. And, hey, you know what? Try this. Here's a little sample. Try it out. Uh, if it doesn't work for you, we're going to go to the next thing. And GNC, they're just salesmen. You know, they'll sell you the they'll sell you shit. I'm not saying anything bad about GNC, but been there. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's like trying to buy a car. Yeah, which <laughs> I need to find an auto body shop if anyone in the Pittsburgh area knows a good auto body shop I scraped the front of my car this morning on my driveway um you know let me know not trying to spend an arm and a leg but you know got to get my car fixed got to get like buffed out or something <laughs> all right so plan to join future challenges for the demo crew um you know I personally blow at push-ups and I'm trying <laughs> to get better at them day by day um <laughs> you know, never really been strong at them. I'm going to get into this whole burpee thing. Uh, that I can get down with. I hurt my knee the other day, so I'm waiting for that to heal a little bit better, and then I'll be on it. Um, but I, you know, there's a lot of plans for future. Yeah, 
there's a lot of plans um, for, you know, challenges like the push-up challenge and like actually getting people to do it, the burpee challenge, getting people to do it. Um, you know, thinking about another transformation challenge, you know, with incentive. Uh, we did the first one. I took notes on how, you know, we can improve, how we can really hold, hold people accountable, um, things like that. So, you know, that's also something that we're looking into. Um, there will always be challenges, always bring stuff to my attention, um, you know, to say like, hey, like, how can we get this started, keep people on board? Because um, I know a lot of people owe him 30 days of push-ups. <laughs> and you know what? Hell, maybe in, you know, June, um, what is it? What's it coming up? June? Yeah, June. You know, maybe I will do 30 days of push-ups. Start on my knees with push-ups. <laughs> I can't say things right with push-ups. And then, you know, by the end of the 30 days, you know, hopefully I'm doing regular push-ups. So, you know, Christian, if you want to hold me accountable to that, please feel free. Um, oh gosh, you just open up a window. <laughs> And then let's see, uh, any plans to expand? Yeah, I mean, the whole shop thing, you know, we have our, you know, wholesale team and our wholesale guy and um, there's a place on the website where stores or gyms can reach out or if you reach out to me, like you personally know somebody who wants to carry the product, I can, you know, pass that information along. Um, you know, and it's just, you know, stores realizing who acts in sledge is acts in sledge is growing day by day by day by day. It's just growing at a tremendous rate. Um, so once like more people know about the products and different stuff like that, um, they'll want to carry it. So once you like tell people about it or, you know, ask them if they carry a certain supplement, especially in like the smaller shops, um, you know, gyms and things like that, because gyms can carry it as well. And, um, You'd be like, oh, hey, do you carry accents? Like, oh, no, we don't. And then, like, ask them again and then again and then again. Just kidding. Don't, don't get super annoying. But, you know, once you ask or other people ask as well, they'll want to carry it. Um, so, yes, I mean, we're always going to be expanding. And same thing with local shops. Um, accent sledge to other states. I don't know if that means offices. Uh, no. Uh, everything's local. Um, local to this area you know, um, just something that, you know, stick to, uh, before COVID became a thing, what were some of the personal ideas for the demo crew to expand and grow? If you weren't in the demo crew, what would you be doing? Oh, okay. Thanks Christian for some hard questions. Um, honestly, before, I mean, COVID didn't slow us down in a sense. It didn't slow the demo crew down. Um, you guys, you know, really stepped it up. Um, you know, I had a few ideas, but now, you know, they're actually in place. Now, whether I was sitting in the office or sitting in my office here at home, they were going to get done. You know, I just moved, you know, my laptop, my desktop, my folders and stuff here. And that wasn't going to slow me down, you know, doesn't, Shorzel did not slow Accent Sledge, AMN, you know, all American Roughneck down. We keep going, you know, a situation is presented. How do we, you know, help, you know, that, that, that that's how we, you know, help the brick and mortars, you know, with Blueberry Home. 
homemade and dozer and stuff like that. You know, how do we get people back in your stores? And we build those relationships. Um, you know, there's so much to it. And, you know, my personal ideas, they're being taken place down. Phone calls, Zoom calls, different things like that. Now it's, you know, you have more ideas going <laughs> and, you know, they'll be presented and you'll say, fuck yeah, when those come out, you know, I just don't want to spoil anything um, because then that's no fun. Um, if you were in the demo crew, what would you be doing? So if I wasn't working for Sled, wow. Um, maybe still working in fitness, uh, maybe going back to law school. Maybe ah, there, There's a lot of maybes. Like, I honestly do not know what I was doing. You know, I, as you know, by now, I got my life together, um, you know, working in fitness. But, you know, would I really, you know, want to be a trainer? Would I want to go back for contract law? Would I, you know, I took Talk that to step. Yeah. You know, like I took that step to apply for jobs. Um, you know, that I thought, you know, I would really enjoy. I wanted to find you know, my place where I wake up every morning excited. Um, and I found that. So, you know, to get this question now, if I wasn't here, is super hard to think about because that's all I can think about. <laughs> um, I may not even be in the Pittsburgh area in all honesty. Um, you know, now I'm here, bought a house, um, not going anywhere, but yeah, so that's a good question. And honestly, I may just have to message you on that one because I couldn't tell you where I would be. <laughs> you have to think about it a little bit. Yeah. I, you know, most likely probably would have went back to school for contract law sports contract law or even sports broadcasting. When I say my majors and minors in my undergrad were all over, they were truly all over. Um, you know, it was just, it's just getting into those industries like anything, um, getting into any industry. If I wanted to get into sports broadcasting again, I probably would have had to go back to school just so I could get, um, you know, a lot more time on air, even though I got a lot of time on air, four years back at Wittenberg, but probably would have to find like a D1 program or, you know, things like that. So I would probably be there now talking it through. But, you know, like I said, I can't imagine, I can't imagine being there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good question. Good job. Thanks. You stumped her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. All right. So next question, if you were forced to choose between only pancakes or waffles for the rest of your life, which would you pick and why? Oh, God. Waffles? Because they're just pancakes with abs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, probably waffles because you can definitely fit more waffles. Like if you had like uh, Reese's Pieces, like waffle, like one of those like cool bougie ones. Um you, know, you could fit way more and like on a pancake it all just kind of falls so definitely waffles <laughs> you know what i'd have to agree i'm a waffle kind of guy they like you just buy a pack of frozen waffles and you just put them in a toaster yeah exactly done no effort yeah there's that absolutely zero and pancakes they're hard yeah you just have a waffle maker too but i don't know what that happened to that <laughs> yeah me either those things are old school i don't i think they're I went to college, and then I think I left it on my porch, and then I think it just went missing. 
Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. All right. So uh, from Kevin Poole. So long story short, my wife doesn't want to work out with me because uh, she doesn't want to become muscular looking like Seth. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, how do I convince her that working out won't do that with her if she's doing cardio and light weights? Uh, she just wants to slim down after two kids. You know, I'm not certified in training or anything, let alone, you know, can I give advice on this subject? Um, so I'm not, but you know, if I was in this situation, because I, you know, similar, how would I convince her? It's not really convincing, you know, it's doing things together. Um, also, you know, not if she doesn't, you know, I don't know if, you know, like the scream in your face, <laughs> like let's go let's do it i know i hate that but um you know but that's what motivates a lot of people um i love doing things you know as a couple and yeah sometimes i look super weak but you know that's fine um cardio is great you know light weights is great but it's gonna be light weights high reps um or you can go like a little bit of heavier in weights and have those low reps um you're not gonna look i mean you can take it from me you're not gonna look muscular like seth um, that's all that's hard, that's how hard to do for us. <laughs> yeah. And you know, in all honesty, like that's how you're going to slim down. Um, you know, great. We have a lot of, uh, Becca who is an AMN American nutrition athlete. She posts a lot of workouts, like a lot of hit workouts and, you know, stuff with lightweights, high reps. Um, you know, maybe that's something that you may want to look at because, you know, that'll help you slim down like that hit as long as you're staying consistent with that and it, you know, it's going to be diet too, like anybody knows. And for the longest time, I didn't want to believe that. Um, but you know, that's gonna be the easiest way to you know, slim down. And you know, if she wants to ask me herself, that's totally fine. Um, yeah. I mean, unless like you're trying to power lift and like you're taking in, you know, all these calories a day, like a power lifter is, you're not going to look you know, muscular like Seth then you will slim down with that cardio lightweight high rep or whatever you want to do with it it's just finding what you like really and you know having that support kevin so you have to support what she likes and vice versa <laughs> relationship advice <laughs> well, i know one thing i did with uh my wife to get her started so she didn't want to do any of the, my workouts um because i mean my workouts are a little strenuous sometimes when i'm trying to lift you know 300 pounds or whatever yeah uh Anyway, so what I did was I looked up a whole, I looked up workouts for her and whatever she liked, I just put that into a workout and then she ended up doing it for a little while. That's I mean, but you just got to kind of find what she likes. Mm -hmm. Getting started is the hardest part though. <laughs> yeah, getting started, it, it truly is. And, you know, I fell off the wagon for a while here during COVID and now finally getting back to it, kind of like building my own gym uh, in my basement. Now, do I have everything that I want? No. But do I have, you know, what's functional? Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it's just really finding what you like. And even if you're trying to, like, you know, sway her the right way, there are thousands of videos on Instagram and stuff like that and um, of just, you know, women who, you know, do exactly that, just want to slim down. Yeah. And, uh, all right, Steve, 
how long before every workout does she spend stretching? Okay, another stretching mm -hmm. one, the stretching thing. Don't, I should. You know, what I should do is I should stretch 15 minutes before. Um, you know, one of my really good friends, she's actually, you know, doing video se sessions on how to stretch. Uh, she's super into it. So, you know, if I were to, and I was more, you know, up with it, I would use my foam roller way more than I do. Um, you know, cause that, in all honesty, that's, you know, probably one of the best ways to stretch is a foam roller, you know, they kind of suck, but yeah, I guess I should start stretching and doing like stretching videos. <laughs> all right. And, uh, this one's from Brooke is neighbor, um, Karen still salty about your battle ropes. We can have Tony Davis come over with his chainsaw every morning and night. Uh, is it still too soon? And that is, is it still too soon? It's because Tony and his arm and his chainsaw massacre. Um, you know, I, you know, I still need Tony to cut down a tree in my backyard, but you know, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I guess she really doesn't like me. Um, I'm the youngest in my neighborhood and you know, one of my neighbors across the street, he's cool as shit. He's like 88, 89, and he walks outside every day and like really just like puts on sweats and stuff to go walking. And he's like, you know, you just turn it up because I, like, I feel bad because my boxing bag in my garage is super loud. So I even told my neighbors who have a young child, if it's ever too loud, you let me know. They're like, it's your house. I'm like, I just don't want to wake up your daughter. So obviously my battle ropes have to go outside. And, you know, I guess she just didn't like my music and the battle ropes and I got a voice complaint and the cop kind of looked at me and was like, okay. And I'm like, are these loud? Cause they're not even that heavy. I mean, they're heavy for me right now, but like they're the cheaper ones. So obviously, you know, they're not like slamming on the ground, but yeah, I mean, I even keep the music low and clean when I have the garage open cause I have a front facing garage that's on the main street. Um, you know, I'm very respectful. She just, you know, she's four houses down. There's no way that you heard me four houses down. And, you know, but yeah, so I haven't really tried. I think I'm going to go do them today and, you know, test out the waters and see. Now, if I did the boxing bag with the garage door open, that'd be a whole different story. I'd understand if I got a noise complaint on that one. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what, Karen? There's always a Karen. On everybody's street, there's a Karen. Okay. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm going to ask her husband to, um, he's a landscaper. I need somebody to at least blueprint my backyard. Nope, not anymore. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get Teddy, Teddy Bertoni over there. Well, you know, he's what? He's pretty close in the area right now. Mm -hmm. I always joke, I'm like, hey, can you guys come do my yard? I'll pay. <laughs> no, totally kidding. Um but yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see the forever Karen saga and see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Fucking Karen's <laughs> world. All right. Hey, Teddy Bertoni. No, let me expand this a little bit. <laughs> All right. Um, holy shit. How did I miss this? Is Dante the king or are you? Oh. There you go. We're all wondering that one too. Uh, we actually had this conversation the other day because <laughs> um, I hate that word, king. I hate it. I hate it beyond belief. Um, it just rings wrong in my head. Always has. My dad used to say that as a kid, and I hated it. I'd always scream. Um, but 
we both want to be alpha. <laughs> um, you know, that's the thing in our relationship. Like, I mean, like to the, to the bone, uh, we both want to be on top. Um, you know, it's why we butt heads sometimes. And, you know, we were driving after this like long six mile hike because we got lost and our, you know, dogs were panting away. And he said something. And I was like, no, we just both want to be alpha. So like, I guess like we're both king. We're both alpha. I'd rather use that word. Um, you know, but it's, it's kind of why we work, you know, we're alpha in our own ways and just kind of go about it that way. <laughs> just don't underestimate me. I can box. <laughs> yeah, you'd be able to whoop his ass. <laughs> alpha if he ever tries to take it from you. Watch out, Dante. <laughs> he did try to box once. He, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did box once in a Wheeling's um, Tough Man. And then I watched his video and he dropped his arms. And I'm like, you know what? That's like rule number one, man. I was like, I don't care how strong you are. You just don't drop your arms. So technically, I'm still winning in that sense. <laughs> uh, how did you come to be Miss Demo Crew? Mrs. Demo Crew? Uh. Uh, I mean... That humbles me. Uh, um, you know, I don't look at myself that way. Um, but, you know, honestly, probably you guys. Um, you know, I don't think anyone really knew where this was all going to go when I first got hired. Um, you know, I'm everyone's main point of contact. Usually I can, you know, fix whatever you have going on, answer. But if I don't, I can find you an answer. I can point you in the right direction. And I can let them know that you're coming. Um, whether, you know, most likely email. But... Um, yeah, I would say, you know, thank you. <laughs> um, but I would say, you know, like you guys, you know, you guys, you know, like I said 20 million times, you know, you guys give me that extra oomph in the morning. I wake up and I see all these notifications and, you know, it doesn't stress me out. You know, I get up, get ready. And then I just sit down, you know, and I just start uh, reposting your stuff, you know, trying to comment. And, you know, that's something that, you know, I guess circling back to Christian saying, you know, what are your plans for the demo crew? And it's just being more active with you guys, um, commenting back, uh, you know, trying, trying to see more things. Obviously I can't see everything. I see a lot during the day. Um, but you know, just be, you know, as long as you have a main point of contact, um, you know, people want to keep doing what they're doing and, you know, stay excited. Yeah, that was a good one, Tony. Good job. <laughs> You almost missed it. <laughs> almost. <laughs> so close. All right, Ariel. Uh, one dream tip. Uh, you can go anywhere in the world. Where would you go and why? You know, you've been places, Carly. I'm curious what your answer is going to be for this one. <laughs> oh man. Um. Wow. Uh, what was I talking about the other day? I was actually just talking about somewhere. Um, oh man, this is slipping my mind. Um, oh, husky, uh, there's a bunch of huskies there. Um, uh, by Northern Lights, I'm seeing if it like pops up. Um, da, 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 da. well, there's this place in you know, by the Northern Lights in Finland, and Lapland, that's what it's called. I would go there. Um, my dad wants to send me and my dog, but you know, my dog would be the one that's like sitting in the basket. So like you get there and they take you to the area and they have a Husky team that will take you 
to like either like the igloo or something that you're staying in. Um, and there you have like an opening where you can watch Northern Lights and the dogs stay with you the whole time. You can play with them until it's like their feeding time, their sleeping time, and they have to be real dogs. <laughs> um, but just that experience would be like no other. Um, you know, you can go places like, um, you know, different beaches like Bora Bora or things like that. But really not a lot of people go to Lapland. People probably think I'm half psychotic. I want to go somewhere that's cold, but it's like kind of warm at the same time. Um, but yeah, I think that would be just one of those once in a lifetime experiences, especially if it was like all paid for. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would definitely come back and, you know, have more respect for Huskies because, you know, owning Huskies, if anyone listening owns a Husky, you know, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, mine's Hawaii. 100% Hawaii. That would be, my, my mom's actually going there in September, I believe, for her retirement party and not even taking me, but it's fine. No, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just figure, I mean, I'm not a big traveler. I'm, uh, this isn't my, my little getaways are, um, hunting. When I go hunting, I go camping for about a week and kill a deer or two, you know, but, uh, that's mainly for the wife. I'd like to take the wife there and the kids and let the yeah. kids swim with dolphins or something. It'd be cool. Do not make a noise. Speaking of huskies, they like come, I swear, when they just hear you talk about dogs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you know, traveling to me was something, you know, that I was going to do for the rest of my life um, at some point. But then, you know, I realized our is actually plausible. So, yeah, definitely, you know, I would love to go to Hawaii, too. That would be super cool. But definitely, you know, that destination would be Lapland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason, last one. Uh, this isn't a question, but you and Dante should come visit the UK for sure. Didn't I just say I bought a one-way ticket there one time? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I just have to get him a passport. So. Then we'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, that was uh, that was a lot of questions. Good stuff. So, um, Carly, is there anything you would like to t say to the demo crew or anybody out there that's going to be listening? Any motion, motivational? Um... Hmm. No. Especially with the demo crew, because I, you know. Um, I work with you guys, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Don't be afraid. I don't know if that's the word I want to use to reach out to me. Um, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, you know, reach your goals, you know, write it down in 2020, um, 2021, like this is what I want to accomplish this month. This is what I want to accomplish. Um, you know, setting goals for yourself is going to be very helpful. And then once you're like, Hey, you can bring ideas to me as well. Like, will you know, everything work out? No, but you know, that's life. Um, you know, I, I would say the biggest thing is like the demo crew, you know, keep being you, you guys are badass. Um, you know, you're a badass group of people that keeps fucking shit up, you know, day by day. And it's just amazing to see and whether you see, it, I see it, um, you know, 4DH sees it, Dean sees it, Krista sees it, everybody sees it. Um, cause you're constantly tagging us and, you know, from day one until now, 
I just cannot wait <laughs> to see where this, you know, all goes because it's never going to stop. So, you know, the demo crew is never going to stop and I never want you to stop. I think that would be my biggest thing is, you know, be yourself. Easier said than done. Just be your fucking self. And, you know, people will just come left and right, you know, um, you know, talk to you, see what you're doing and different stuff like that. So I would say my motivation is just be you and just keep fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's good. All right. So uh, for everybody listening, this is a podcast for everybody, not just demo crew members, but uh, if you have a good story, go and hit me up. Um, our goal is so one person hears this story and it motivates that one person. Um, go ahead and like, share, follow this uh, podcast, um, get it out there so we can reach that one person that actually needs it. Uh, for all the demo crew members out there, 100% agree. Keep fucking shit up. And uh, Carly, I appreciate everything and yeah. thank you for your time. You're very welcome. <laughs> all right. <laughs>